This is Knox Bond with Next Level DJ Coalition and Real Life Music, and you are locked in to Word on the Net. Mic check, mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. It's yeah, your yeah. boy Dame Doja here with my brother DJ Decepticon. What's happening? And this is the Word on the Net podcast. Special guest in the building today. Uncle Greatness did this one. Mr. Knox Bond. I just got back from Florida, man. Yeah, we here. Yeah, shit was kind of lit, but I ain't going to lie, man. I'm Shout out to man. I'm gonna watch this overdue real quick, man. Just to happened, get a little more well, acquainted. Yeah, one of the guys he was trying out, but he was trying to be the team, you know. It's all overdue anyway. He got into it with one of the girls. They were saying he was being touchy feely, and then he borrowed some money. And, uh, Shout out Trill Will. What's up, bro? Yeah, you can't do that with females. You know what I'm saying? We librarians over here. They got, hey, they got some overdue fines. Y'all good with that? You good with that? You can get that. Shit, yeah, we take care. Know what it is, bro. Oh, you already know. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Look, soon as you stop having people, they over you. Look, give me my flowers right now, cause they over you. Look, I done seen batters and evil unfolded. Look, if you act bad and them people run over you. Look. Soon as you stop helping people, they over you. Look, give me my flowers right now, cause they over you. Look, I done seen bad and seen evil unfolded do. Look, if I done bad and them people run over you. Look, I done seen bad and seen evil. Blood on my people. They said it don't run when I need you. I'm guessing they need you. They dying them need you, they killing they self. Truly be threatening me. Scary movie, secret, about to call the reality set in. Really a weapon, I'm good in your section. Calico on the floor, give me a blessing. With the mob, if you playing, you in the stretching, no question. Respect everybody, I learned a few lessons, them blessings. Completed my mission, I'm waiting on the next. Flexion, waiting on signal, I run in. Oh, look, book for a show that I plan on the road. Why? Cause I'm booked. Soon as you stop having people, they over you. Look, give me my flowers right like now, cause they over one, you. Two, three, Look, hey. I done seen you battles and evil on the photo. Look, hey. if you had that, then people run one, over you. Two, three, Look, yeah. Mommy, look at two mommy. We got him. My courtesy, nigga. Yeah. No, nigga. Courtesy of the mom. Give me my flowers, baby. Hey. Give me my flowers. Your lifetime and the hours that I work at yeah, has been an imbalance, hey. You don't know my work. Secret society send me medallions, hey. Blessed by why your ring castle, the vessel is in the challenge, hey. They wouldn't quit with as long as it took. Fortune of flames, yeah, I'm covered in soot. Did what they wanted, they did what they could. They should've known, run them over like shook. Give me my blacks, cause they overdue under the hood. I'll run over you. As we all give me 90, no Roman news. It's 93, 93 now, it's going to be true. I don't think they know that I'm no calico since 08. Yo, shout out to your man. Pull up in the lane and I snatch them off the throne like Roe Rage. I will always, man, like that ice. I'ma let the host skate. Still, I said, yeah. I hope that I do
Look, give me my flowers right now, cause they over to Look, I done seen daddies ain't evil on both of you. Look, if you act bad and them people run over you. Look, soon as you stop up and people, they over you. Look, give me my flowers right now, cause they over to Look, I done seen daddies ain't evil on both of you. Yeah, Look, shout out my mom right there. You know, that's your mom? Yeah, my mom on the, on the left there. You know what I mean? We had a whole bunch of people from Next Level pull up all across the country. You know, DJ. Fuck that. have a good time, man. Take that chain off. Come on, man. Take that chain off. 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 Take Sheesh. Yes, yes, sir. Shout it's the word on that podcast, man. <laughs> and we live, man. Nice video, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all shooting motion pictures, low key. Yeah, yeah, man. Like really, co-directed you know, by Trill Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Directed by myself and shot by Humble Greatness Studios. So. You know, That's if you need dope. me to direct a music video for you, I do that. I Ooh. do I do everything, man. You know what I mean? Like, I could put together the whole team for you. I can get a screenwriter. For, I, I do everything in the industry, man. Okay, so just in case y'all don't know what's going on, man, we got – he does everything, but he got bars, rap, exec, market, and direct, man. You're pretty much just a, a, a creative – director producer and um and shitty real 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 cool in business because you uh you know he done taught me a couple of good business practices already man it's knox bond man welcome to the word of that podcast my bro hey it's my pleasure to be here uh you know thanks for having me dame shout out my guy dj decepticon i told y'all it's next man? level to the motherfucking dirt settle we ain't playing <laughs> we ain't playing man <laughs> so yeah Originally from Kansas, and you reside in Atlanta right now, right? Yeah, Atlanta via Kansas, via Wichita, Kansas, three one six up. You know what I'm saying? In case they That's didn't know, uh, tell us a little something Tried about Wichita. you know Wichita, the the transition from Wichita to Atlanta. Completely different than what I thought it would be. I I took over Wichita as far as the music industry, as far as just being out there. Like, I shopped at every store there was to shop at. Literally bought everything there was to buy from the malls. Like, it wasn't nothing else to buy. Uh, You know, I I basically, I was the five-time undefeated champion of the Battle of the Fresh Jams on Power 93.9 before they even changed to 93.5. You know, Ben had the radio station, sponsored a concert. You know, I was I was already established, and uh, yeah, man, it's just it, it was like there was nothing left to do in, in Wichita, Kansas. There was nothing left to do. I mean, like, you know, they only got a few clubs. They only bring an artist out every once in a while. The same people uh, bring them out, and there's a lot of nepotism involved, just like any other city. So they put on the people that are close to them. And I love Wichita, so I would I would consistently do things for the city, um, and at the same time, kind of be blacklisted and blackballed from the people who ran the music industry part. So it was like 
the it was the opposite of what's going on right now right now it's apparent it's obvious i walk in a room and everybody knows me from like every angle from the yeah. doorman to the owner of the club to the promoter to the dj and they all show me a lot of respect in real life in wichita wasn't like that because nobody took anything that i was doing seriously mm. they just they looked at it like okay you're just you're just a local rapper just like us you're not anything just like us so they weren't realizing i mean like even with that video overdue bro we had 10 different djs fly in from all over the country just to be on that music video That's and, hard. and the performance that we did which we then uh that same night we did a we did like a showcase in the city but we didn't charge anybody we didn't charge the people at the door we didn't charge the artists to perform we let them bring in a whole family uh we gave away record deals on the stage we gave away you know free marketing deals marketing and distribution you know we stamped some people with the streets which you know forever changed their life so it's like we just try to give back and well i just try to give back as much as i can and when when it didn't you know like if the same people are in charge of every concert in a city every year every, every year. year every week every month then they they consistently put on their cousins yeah or or their brothers or their nephews and they also don't work shit. hard at doing any extra research at bringing anybody different or you know just expanding the portfolio why would they have to well like here's something that i'll never be able to understand an artist came to my city and i met him before he ever began to blow uh shout out yellow beezy and when yellow beezy came to my city to perform in the club somebody was paying him to perform in that club and showing him the love that he didn't show the artist in our city so it was it was always it was always hard for me to understand of like okay if you have this power to break an artist why do you why do you not reach back and, and work with the artist you know what i'm saying like and put somebody else on so i, I just had to put myself that. on yeah i got theories about that honestly um you know some of it i think is the uh risk involved sometimes you know what i mean when you yeah. put when you do put somebody on you're risking your own reputation by doing so right that's in any any state of business right and then the other part of it is the monetary thing i think people are kind of greedy you know what i mean so if they put on all the talented people who didn't have the funding to do so they're taken out of their own pie so they look at it that way just like you know okay kool-aid learned how to make kool-aid they could keep the secret formula to themselves right or they could license it out i'm in or they I'm could at the same it. point but like it's different when they don't like they don't give you the option like i'm talking about like the reason that i really got irritated and really started building my company you know because i created my company in 2008 so it's not the reason that i started my company but it's the reason that i really started developing is i really learned that nobody really had the power to break me by their self yeah that's true too like it's a whole 
it's a whole network and it takes a whole group of people and there's like this whole other industry where a lot of people eat and a lot of bills are paid off of artists buying services that in the end it's not going to really move the ball forward you see what i'm saying right, so right. so like it's like the the people that are in the music industry they got to feed their family true and and they have to pay bills now do you think it's a right or a privilege you oh, correction you think it's a right a privilege or a chance I need you to expound on that. Do I think what is a right, a privilege, being, or a chance? Being able to feed your family off of your music. That is, a, right? is a that is a highly guarded privilege. Okay. That is the end goal. And a lot of people get mixed up in it. Okay. Because they feel entitled that that's the goal and so they start with the mindset of i have to make money off of this or my talent is a hundred percent going to get me in the door because i'm the best mm -hmm. well okay we get it but every artist is the best right like if you every don't have that mindset then then it means that you don't have the the self-esteem and you don't have that confidence you're supposed to feel like that, but there's a line where it becomes an entitlement. True. I, I mean, for some people, it, all right, so put it in perspective, right? For some people, I feel like they have the actual talent, right? Right. They have the actual work ethic, right? And I feel like they get frustrated with the industry because the industry doesn't recognize that they have both of those things. Well, it doesn't owe you know them I mean? that. It doesn't. Like it doesn't you, owe it to them. It it's like the industry is a non-regulated industry. So I mean, Absolutely. that means like Absolutely. it's it's like it's a it, it's a shark and piranha and alligator infested swamp. It's not the Correct. ocean. Correct. And, and it's a really deep swamp. So it's like artists they get things twisted. They get okay. So perspective is everything right and so like since they have this entitlement of i get to be a celebrity like bro the american dream is to not have a job is yeah. to make money off of nothing and that's that's the whole concept is your name and and your visibility is so high that people are willing to pay you to come to their club to perform to be able to do a feature that's the end goal, right? Correct, so correct. artists want that like off the bat, but it's like, why do I want you on this song? Like, oh, because I'm great. I'm better than you. So what yeah. else? Right? So like, because I, I feel, of course, because I'm an artist, I feel like I'm the best rapper that's ever been born, but I'm also a scientist. So I look at, what makes me the best rapper that's ever been born if you take out anything that's subjective and you look at the technical proficiency and you look at the fact that i can rhyme 15 syllables in a row four times on a 16 bar rhyme scheme or i can do two syllables and i'm a punchline rapper and i got metaphors and i can tell stories and i can rap and say words you throw at me that's what i base it off of so then i'm right. like okay who do you think is a better rapper than me based on those specifications and we can literally sit here and measure and, and be like okay who is using more syllables 
to rhyme who has okay. more complicated rhyme sequences and it becomes a matter of okay well technically speaking i'm a better rapper than you gotcha but you know, rap but rap also is more than the action it is the way it's received right it's measured on the way the reaction af and and then that is then sent to what is the the value that's built from the reaction right so well, not you, not to me because rap is about speaking your heart and telling your story because the one thing that nobody can do better than you is tell your story and so if you look for the wrong things if if you look if you write music to be famous you'll never be famous hmm. so so like the labels have a trillion bazillion gillion dollars so it's not fair to try to compare yourself with the record label because i give you a perfect example right like there's artists that don't have to pay for the same platforms that other artists have to pay for correct it's that simple that's the whole industry yeah. there's one side of it that's monetized and there's another side that the that the industry uses to break their artists that that's not monetized it's done because it benefits the platform yeah i mean at that point though for the platforms that i know of if the talent ain't there bro or at least the uh Nah, but you know, I'm I, I, I sorry to cut you off like yeah. that, but again, rap is valued and it is an ability, right? So most folks have an ability to uh, and are quick with it to be able to speak on rhythm. Not most folks, but the the most folks that are praised to the high, you know, regard in rap. They have the ability to be quick with it. Uh, that means they're creative with their words, their wordplay. They have a great cadence and delivery and performance for the most part. Um, some may be weaker than others. Uh, they have a market about themselves or that they built for themselves that makes a lot of money. Whether or not they've been shot, are we talking about successful rappers in the industry? I, I'm I'm speaking on measuring uh, the best rapper, and I feel well, that that's all subjective, though. You it's can't all, it's you all can't subjective. give a definitive answer it's, for any of it's that. It's all subjective. So you're right when you say all, every rapper should feel that they're the best, right? Right. But I feel that right now ain't no best. And a lot of folks are too busy feeling the uh, or too entitled feeling that they have the best raps. Well, right, or time. they well they feel it's not that it's just they feel like having the best raps deserves a certain level of treatment. Right, or and money, so or money, or, or money. Or money. So now reality clashes because in reality they're not the best rapper, and the the reality is showing them that they're not the best rapper because they're not getting the rewards right. that the best rapper would receive. 
but people are delusional and they would rather have delusion than admit that they're not the best rapper because they're also narcissistic. All, you feel like all rappers, to be a rapper, uh, I feel like you kind of have to be narcissistic to a certain degree to... I'm not narcissistic at all. To a certain degree. You don't believe you're the best? Well, narcissism to me, that's not narcissism, that's self-esteem. Narcissism to me is when you basically can't admit any faults. Like you can't acknowledge that you've done something wrong. So like if you if you step on somebody's foot instead of simply apologizing for stepping on their foot you're gonna you're gonna somehow blame them or turn it into something that they did to you and do some gaslighting bullshit like that's what narcissism is to me is somebody who cannot admit that they're wrong they can't admit their faults they they're willing to lie and twist the truth before they will stand on the fact that they did something wrong that makes sense. or they're not the best you see what mm. I'm saying? So So now so now how do you feel about Okay, so I feel like where that comes where the whole artists have to be narcissistic comes from, right? Norm it's it's not narcissistic. I feel like it's just not humble. Does that make sense? You can't be it's hard to be humble and a rapper, if that makes sense. Because a humble rapper, most people want to hear a confident rapper. They don't want to hear a humble rapper. Well, you know? I think I think the problem is that the the number one important thing in life is your energy your how you hold yourself how you talk how you treat people right. uh and, and your energy kind of outweighs everything right because if you're the best rapper whether it's subjective or technical right. either way what are you like around people like if you're invited somewhere you can get invited there once but are they going to invite you back mm. because did you did you act the right way i'm not i'm not talking about clubs i'm talking about closed doors i'm talking about meeting places the, the, places yeah, people can't go yeah it's because like you know the the higher up in the music industry you go the smaller these circles get and we really everybody knows everybody <laughs> that's true and we don't want everybody at the top we don't want everybody to be a rapper we don't want everybody to be an r&b singer we want it's some empty, people right? it's empty. yeah it's empty yep we want some people to be djs and some people to be promoters and some engineers and some graphic artists and some models and some fans who yeah. don't do anything other than praise other people's music it's hard to just be one thing nowadays, though, and survive. I, I couldn't be one thing. I had to build a whole fucking syndicate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I I realized the whole system is set up for us to fail. I spent money on money on money on money. Well, there's a lot of folks out there that get in a position and they be, they be selling wrong information. Yeah. Well, because and, they don't. Or withholding, you know. The right info, like the right information for the right folks, and it's called gatekeepers, bro. But there is no gatekeepers. They say there, there are no gatekeepers uh, now. No, there are because there's people who flat out tell you no. See, you get you get to a point where it's no longer about anything. It's not about money. It's not about who you know. It's not about anything. It's just a no, mm. like just no, like. I give you an example. We used a sample from Glycerine 
and made a beat that me and fact me and uh mickey fax did a song on it and we took it to the record label and we tried to get an approval and they said no they just know like that no, was no, that was no their lease. initial answer like yeah no mechanical no. royalty no nothing just no no and then i was like that's crazy like can we do and they was like if you bring fifty thousand dollars you can come to the table and have a discussion but we won't guarantee it oh yeah no <laughs> yeah like it was just a no or like if you call somebody that's at one of the big magazines rolling stones complex picture music no yeah. No, it's just, it's just a no. You can't buy your way in. You can't talk your way in. No, we don't want you. Like, wait a minute. So there are certain things that there's there's gatekeepers, man. There's okay. certain people okay. that stop progress in in almost every aspect. I, I you know what? I, th- I guess I, I get where you're coming from because I'll be preaching to a lot of uh, record label execs and so forth. The Instead of them approaching certain DJs or certain people in the industry about promoting their stuff to have me do it instead, because it's like, okay, I'm a DJ. They're not. They're not even gonna hit me with the same number that they're gonna hit most artists with if they hit me with a number at all. You well, I'm I mean? gonna tell you like this: like if if the platform has a price, then it's it's that system we talked about. It's not a real editorial platform. Right. It's not. It's not a. Yeah, what's the what's the other word for, for advertorial? It's a, it's uh, an advertorial uh, platform. It's not an editorial. It's a paid platform. Right, right, right. Paid platform. But what what do, they, what do they call it when you're just raw journalism, basically? You know what I'm saying? That's that's what you consider a true. Yeah, that's an editorial, right? Okay, a true like, editorial platform. Yeah, okay, gotcha, you gotcha, don't gotcha, like. Gotcha. There's no pay. There's, there's like no that's why they call it. them Spotify editorial uh, uh, playlists. Like you can't buy them. Got you. Say you know what I'm saying? Tell you, no. No. Well, I feel a lot of people, so many people in this industry, when you get to the high level, bro, it's just a no. Yeah. Somebody got to tell them something about you. No. Because it's like, they don't give you a reason. Oh, they're not going to tell you. (laughs) Because they're non-confrontational. That's what nobody tells you. That's why your confrontational ass can't make it. Because everybody at the top is non-confrontational. They don't want to talk to you about it. They don't want to argue with you about it. That's why you got to have a lawyer talk to them. Like, they don't want to talk to you. They Mm. know your energy's trash. (laughs) Oh. Put them on game. Put them on game, Knox. Put them on game, Knox. Knox, you you sound a lot like me. Like, just even why you left speaking on gatekeepers. Uh, I've been blackballed, and it came from trolling early on the internet. Without realizing what trolling was, right? <laughs> I, Bro, was I got kicked off of Twitter like for for beefing with uh, Talib Kweli, so I'm right there with you. Oh shit! <laughs> and I and and I yeah, I was getting a hundred. I thought I was just uh, had my opinion. I'm a hip hop historian. You can't just say your opinion on the internet, man. Are you crazy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't I'm know if these are commercial man. corporate platforms that are designed to push a narrative? Yeah. And so, <laughs> dame the hater. But you know, the hater sometimes gets kicked off the platform. It yeah. be like that. Yeah, the yeah. hater sometimes get kicked off the platform. You're a but truth you know, sometimes, teller. Man. <laughs> you dog on truth Not on Twitter. Teller. Listen, listen. Yeah, be calling me no My shit was, no podcast, this man. what, what fucked me do? up. Look, this one fucked me up. Nah, you good, bro. You good, bro. The Illuminati, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like, uh, you know, 
they don't fuck with me because I'm I'm highly connected. So you good, you cool. <laughs> but you know, a lot of the times, sometimes when you're ahead oh, of the wave, shit. I've learned that folks don't know how to consume what you're doing because you are doing something that's brand new that they've never seen before. They're, and they're not supposed to though because if they did then you wouldn't be able to make any progress right because you can't you you can't make any progress without going through something right you, you have gotta, to be grounded you have to you have to in engineering you have to fuck up a song or a few to at least figure out how you should correct that fuck up and if you have the will to get through the problem, just like some people have the will to to finish a puzzle, some people have the will to finish a Rubik's Cube, some people have the will to only finish a video game, some people have the will to finish a meal, cooking it. But having the will to rap, drop a mixtape or, or a song, perform that song in front of people, promote yourself on a daily like it's a job that's a bare minimum bro congratulations that's only the bare minimum but a lot of folks don't have the will to do that and they have a they have this misconception of thinking if i get signed everybody's gonna do it for me if i get a part of the label hold on hold on let me let me pause let me let me let me not to interrupt but you have to already be doing that to get signed now for sure so so like well no it's always been that way if you don't have a plug basically a record label is a giant bank and what they do is they fund different different imprints and then if you become competition they buy you out (laughs) so so it's like it's really simple the concept's always been that you have to develop as an artist and you have to be in business for yourself and make money until the big guys come and they be like here you go here's some millions of dollars now we want ownership of your music yep what kills me is this entitled crybaby millionaire like (laughs) how the fuck are you going to complain about your contract when you're wearing a million dollars on your chest like it makes like you won fuck are you talking about you're not living day to day no more so it's like you have people that are filthy fucking rich because of this music industry, because of the record deal, who now spit on the record deal and the record labels that raise them. Mm. It's like, as a record label, I'm like, fuck y'all too. Ooh, that's you know true. what I mean? Like, no, I, mean, I don't want to sign your ass. You ain't got no fucking fans. I think, I think what it is is that when you look at traditional business, Music industry is not traditional, right? It's a non-regulated industry, so it's a whole different... But normally, normally, I put up the bread for it. You do all the work, right? What percentage do I normally get in the business world for that? Zero. No, if I put up all the money... No, I could could just be an angel. Oh, if you put up the money... If I put up all the money, but you you do all the work. You do all the work, but I put up the bread for whatever it is that we're doing. Uh, What normally do you get in a regular business? There isn't one. Uh, a percentage is not that's why you have 80 20 deals 50 50 deals 60 40 deals it's it's, it's unregulated all negoti- it's negotiable so, right so there's not really a if you're funding it and i do all the work what's fair is right. 50 50 
Okay. Okay. So that's what you consider fair, right? That's what I consider fair. Right. And that's okay. So for a music industry deal, I could see that. You see what I'm saying? For a standard contract, though, let's say if you want to that's get that's on the partnership deals that come like that. Though. Th- think about it in loan and think about it that's, in loan that's percentage. That's my deals. I if do, you want I to do fifty fifty deals, you know let's saying? say to break an artist in a small town. Let's say we had a what? What? what how much you think it'll be? Around what? What's the like point? an amount of um. So like let's say it just costs no, ten thousand. Follow me, follow me. What's the point of breaking an artist in a small town? Oh, longevity. As far as my experience, longevity. Small town people remember the artists that fuck with them. If you're not known all of, but in this okay, so finish in your question. To, finish your to. question. So okay, so as far as what does it take to break an artist in a small town? I said small town instead of just to make it a smaller budget. You feel me? No money whatsoever. Okay, Atlanta. Let's just it say it takes Atlanta. around around. How much? Okay, would generally. you would you say that I'm I'm in the I'm in the process of breaking in Atlanta? Correct. Correct. I, I would say that you're you're well on your way. You you're ex- you're exchanging it, but your time is is still valuable. You feel? Yeah, well, we can't. We'll go back to that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I knew we'll you was go back go to that. I knew you was gonna go there. You put in the work. <laughs> Look, if you put in the work, man, you're gonna get results, and you don't. You can do it from the ground up. That's guerrilla marketing, right? So you if you saying? if you ask the question, if I did not own right. the syndicate and Correct. I was not who I am, Correct. and let's say you just paid, how your much way. money would it be? Just, just paying your way, paying your way, paying your way, man. You got to think, right? So. Oh shit, bro! It, it really depends on on like it's it's. I wish it was that cut and so, dry. So so I it's not it's not that cut and dry. You're right. So you I, could spend benchmark, ten grand and sit there and still be in the exact same position. True. You could now, spend twenty grand and be in the same position. You could spend a hundred thousand dollars and be in the same position. It's all about the quarterback. It's all about like who is telling who is you who? how to spend the money. And helping you with your with your connections and your network. Now let's say that's true. Let's say it's nobody. Let's say that it's, it's nobody. you. It's hella now I'm an artist. Point. I'm an artist in Atlanta that decides, hey, I want to join the music industry. The first thing that I'm going to do is get a motherfucking job outside of the music industry and of make course. a whole bunch of money to fund it. yourself. Because what it. you're doing is you're trying to buy your way into a position yeah. other people own already and they don't want you to fucking have it. True. I, my benchmark normally is from different interviews that I've heard and so forth. Like Dolph right. stated at one point for one of his years of spending, it was around $200,000 is what he spent. And I think that was earlier in his career when he was trying to get known, paying for the tour, like the the, the Sprinter van to go here, there, everywhere. Um, billboards, you know, marketing materials and things that you kind of have to pay for, not like some of the. the but you really, you really, it, stuff, it's you know? like. But check it Rest out, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the game. Rest in peace, Dolph. That was the first artist that ever, uh, you know, stamped me, co-signed me uh, from his personal Facebook account. You know, he, he he tagged me PRE. You know what I'm saying? So so rest in peace, Dolph, for sure. Um, it's man, it's just not as clear cut as people think okay so let's let's look at it logically and let's take out the entitlement okay factor right okay of everybody can be an artist true true because the hard cold truth is a lot of people no matter what they do or how much money they put into it let's they're just gonna say fail let's say it's town okay but let me 
let me speed past it so I, I can get to the point because I was taking a minute. Right now, it's not talent, though. It's, it's popularity. Right. But you so can you, can spend, you can spend money wisely and attain popularity. There you go. Let's you, just say it was twenty thousand dollars. Let's just let's just say theoretically it's twenty thousand. Okay, so if I have a twenty thousand dollar budget, can I make an artist popular in Atlanta? Oh no, small, I can make an artist popular yeah. in Atlanta for nothing. Oh, true. So if you had twenty, it would make it easier, harder, the same. Easier, right? Easier. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, obvious because I do stuff that was outside the network. What would a bank charge you for twenty thousand dollars? You know the answer to this because this is a general statement. You have decent credit. The bank is going to charge you what for a loan of twenty thousand dollars? Uh usually anywhere from five to ten percent. That is the answer to the question I was saying earlier. If I did I'll put up well, all that's the money, an administration deal. Okay, but you see what I'm saying? If I put up all the money, right, and you do all the work, the yeah. most that most people understand from other industries is that you're supposed to get between five to fifteen percent. As the worker? No, as the as the investor. The investor is supposed to only get like 5 to 15%. The worker is supposed to get the bulk of that outside of operations costs. Well, okay, but what's another field aside from banks that that would apply in? Um, let's say, for instance, if I were to fund a startup. You know what I'm saying? If I'm doing a funding campaign for a startup, let's say right. I want to do something off of Kickstarter. Right. A lot of times the biggest percentage that they even allot to somebody would be around 15%. Now, where the, those but deals that's get not bigger, 50% stake in the company. <laughs> correct. Either, though. Correct. That's just angel investing. Angel investing. And you're so, okay. So, so again, with music industry, get, it's flopped. Well, it's like to get 85% an, that way. But you're not really doing, okay. So here's what you got to understand the label is not only the investor, they're the ones doing all the work. Mm, okay. You're the entertainer. Right. You're an interchangeable entertainer that they've, put in your position 10 million times correct that's why people you know used to be like damn i need a record like me hey bro y'all major labels come give me a million dollars bro i'm with it bro y'all i don't give a fuck about no masters no copyright y'all want y'all want three albums bro i'll make that shit in a month and then we can do another deal next month and i make you another fucking three albums bro y'all kidding me bro y'all can have a whole fucking hundred percent bro give me my million that's why i said that because that's what people don't understand is that's what it takes for the music industry we're not normal this isn't a normal business nah, it's like you they're funding me? your dreams bro you're so fucking lucky there like you what go. you mean bro you found you somebody go. who believes in you enough to work for free and then not only to work for free but to give you a fucking loan that you don't have the credit to back up that they you know go. you can't fucking pay and, and take a chance and spend Yo. fucking two million dollars on breaking you when they don't have a guarantee that they're ever gonna make a motherfucking dollar so the you want to be mad at them getting, the odds of a motherfucker getting that type of deal is slim to nothing because man, it's not a great investment they don't, most of the time. Because there's not any popular artists, man. It's all smoke and mirrors. There you go. So, like, the whole fucking system, bro. Okay, if, if one of y'all, y'all can both do math, right? You do math, damn, right? Yeah. Okay, you, you do math, Decepticon, right? Yeah. Y'all yeah. tell me what the fuck kind of math. $175 million divided by, like, $100 billion is. That's, that's like... Fraction. It, fraction. It, fractions, yeah. right? So, yeah. so... There's 175 million active Spotify accounts because there's 350 million and they've said that half of them are fake. Okay. Okay. So y'all explain to me 
how 175 million active Spotify accounts generate 100 billion streams a month. And I'm just going to sit here and wait for y'all. Oh, and if you need a, a blackboard, and if uh, you need a blackboard, on, so figure that we out We really for need me. to do that. Hold on, wait. You said, uh, look, let me tell you this right now, because I, I feel like I can get close to that. Because so one artist alone gets like 3 billion streams in a fucking week, how many, right? How many, so, billions, how many billions of streams? Let's, let's use a benchmark. Let's say... A hundred billion streams are total on Spotify per 100 month. One hundred billion. It between all the top people because I've seen single songs with twenty six billion fucking streams. All right. Mm, so okay. twenty six. So let's streams. let's say a hundred billion streams over over what time frame? This is over a year. We don't or know total? a time frame. We're just using a general rule of thumb. The oh, question time is, is the factor on that. Well, no, no, no. Because the question is. 175 million accounts generated the, the, that amount of streams. Uh-huh. How many times would they each have had to stream that fucking song? That Every song. account in America would have billion. had to stream the song hundreds of thousands of times. So 26 billion divided by 175 million. He broke my calculator. It's only 148 times per account. Right. So every account in the world would have to listen to your song 148 times oh, just oh, for that many streams. Billion. Yeah, if you got 26 billion streams. Every account in the world would yeah. have had to listen to your song. 20, yeah. That math, if that well, math adds up now, to y'all. Now look, now, hey. now what I will say is this. Because of title and DJs now, I know that that number can be closer to obtained. Because if I'm a DJ and I play an artist song at least six to seven times per week, you know what I'm saying, personally, just me, on title, and all those streams count, then I listen to it in the car and I listen to it at the house, I can populate quite a few quite a few streams just as an individual. You see okay, what I mean? Okay, so check this out, right? So if you played my song every day, right? how many streams would I have at the end of the year? Um, considering I can do up to two streams of each one of your songs per hour, if I'm a super fan. But let's you're say, not. You're let's not say going all I to. Listen to. But no, let's say you streamed it one time a day. Well, okay, only one time a day. I can only. And do you played it every day. Then you could do 365. And if you year. did, and if you listen to it ten times a day, right? Then that would be thirty-six thousand five hundred. Yeah. So if somebody listened to your song every day, ten times a day. It would only generate thirty six thousand five hundred streams. Okay, so thirty six thousand five hundred times one hundred and seventy five million. Well, that's if every account is doing that. Okay, let's what say are half. the what's the probability of any account doing that? Well, yeah, <laughs> I remember when they were saying that there were the accounts that had zero plays. Yeah, and there's like you know, so many uh, accounts. I think a lot of all of the marketing moves when they do announcements is to just to cap. Well, it's it's like it's all money, bro. It's all money. Like you got to understand that this is billions of dollars being generated for real. Like this is billions of dollars that are being generated off of streams. You nothing else matters. Like no one knows how to count it. If you look at how much money the record labels are making, they're making more money than they've ever made in history. So regardless yeah. of what's being said, what publicity is being said, what PR is being said about this, that, don't get it confused, man. They're making more money than they ever made. And they are, uh, and everything is not as expensive. And they've done a lot of these moves already. So a lot of the 
a lot of it is happening more organic than it used to as far as some of the uh the viral hits like um ice spice i feel happened organic and then it got it got uh, uh hyper boost nah yes. there was there was nothing organic about it man she had a major label behind her and people just aren't acknowledging that um you know i don't i don't know what's up with publicity right now i don't i don't know it's weird bro just like they're saying that there hasn't been a record that hit number one and like the weekend had a record that hit number one so it's like there's there's a lot of confusing stuff going on right now but it's yeah. called a mindy deal right it's a major independent they don't want anybody to know that you're signed to a major label so you can still have that organic feel but you have a major label push behind you it ain't no it ain't no way around it you have a major label push behind you you showed up in everybody's stream the same way as koi Ray. and koi Ray's personal team is is my guy aton ben horn and mike karen and, and i didn't believe that they, she no only sold 10k in one month i didn't be, i mean uh, uh her first uh week i didn't believe that she uh did 10k and then rollo rodriguez came the next week and did uh uh, 39, 36. Well, right, because you're talking about album sales when nobody's just marketing albums. And so it's kind of backfiring everybody's face because they're taking 15 seconds. It's, bro, everybody has everything confused because of perception right now. So everybody thinks that, you know, all that's important is this 15 seconds of fame and they <laughs> forgot about the actual music. And like creating timeless music that DJs can play in clubs and they can put in movies and that people relate to and it makes them cry and it makes them laugh and it makes them feel some type of way. Like they forgot about the music. And and so the thing is that, man, there's mainstream artists that can't rap. There's, there's mainstream artists that don't know the basic four bar structure that's a secret code within the society of rap and the gatekeepers y'all know what i'm talking about man y'all yeah. rappers rappers y'all know what i'm talking about man <laughs> they broke the code bro they they allowing people in who don't know the four bar rule they're they're allowing people and they don't know the two bar exception via 50 cent and jam master j so they they don't know either one of them and so what they'll do is they'll rhyme, you know, three bars and then the fourth bar won't rhyme. And it's like, wait a minute, man. Like, what just happened? Like, you don't know how to rap. It's it's an unwritten, concrete, absolute yep. rule out of any rapper that I can name that is considered to be an elite rapper. And some of the rappers that are being let in the gate do not know the rules of the game because the people who are letting them in the gate don't know the fucking rules of the game. So that's why I built my company, man. We come in and we're like, hey, listen, come here. I'm going to tell you the rules of the game, but you got to sign a lifetime contract and swear an oath of loyalty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Okay. 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 Diamonds are forever, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm going to really teach you how to rap. Like, I'm going to teach you, like, the, the secret rules that now, now everybody knows that you don't. So now me and Dane debate about this topic all the time because there's a couple artists that I like their, their non-rapping if that makes sense. So I look at it as poetry. There's plenty, you have free, bro. free verse poetry. Some shit doesn't make any sense, Knox. And I, I agree. There's no substance well, to it. Well, they're just not allowed to be elite rappers. That's all, man. They're, they're kept in a certain position. I say give them another genre. That's what I say. 
right? All the non-rapper I like rappers, it. I like it. Their own genre. Yeah, because you're not because, rapping. But that that'll cut okay. down on all of the, the damn debates because it's like I agree with what he's saying ninety nine point nine percent of the time that a I, I look at his lyricism. The, the lyricists are lyricists, and they're elite because they're lyricists. It's hard to be a good lyricist. Well, so I look at lyricism as a very specific thing. Okay, so lyricism is when you use the same syllables again and again and again in rapid succession so like there's a multi-syllabatic rapper which is where at the end of your rhyme schemes you're either going to rhyme two or three or four or five bars or six bars or if you're elite like if you're elite like maybe 15 bars you know what i mean but i don't know anybody who ever did that but me but uh um but uh so aside from that there's the lyricism which is where it kind of sounds like your tongue's doing front flips and back flips and you're saying things that are like psychotic and erotic from tonic and chronic but binding causing mnemonic ironic poems and sonnets that's on it 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 so it's two syllables in in fast succession that's what lyricism is whereas a multi-syllabatic rhyme scheme is like a rap like a punchline rapper somebody who uses you know similes and things like that mm-hmm. that's what is considered to be an elite rapper the little wayne's the you know what i'm saying the jay-z's the drakes the Nicki minaj's that's you feel what i mean for sure what, what what do you say to the to those that are saying that that doesn't matter anymore um again it's more so shock shake that asshole you know, booty hole brown. Well, how the uh, how the fuck you gonna shock somebody in this day and age? Like, I mean, it's nothing left to shock them with, bro. It's they they running out of shit to shock them with, bro. Right, because at yeah, one point, even Eminem, yeah, at one point Eminem shocked the world with you know tying his girlfriend up and you know and, and talking about his mom. And being allowed to actually even do that, bro. Because- talking about your mom got you famous back in the day, bro. Yeah. They're so desensitized right now. How many how many TikTok kids talk about their mom on motherfucking TikTok, bro? A lot. So, and it don't again, get them nowhere. <laughs> it don't get them nowhere. You talk no about more. your mama all day long, oh, bro. She might all make a day, TikTok bro. back at you, man. man <laughs> it's a whole different industry, bro. They're competing with every six year old with a phone. Yeah. But a lot Not of folks just still feel that that it's true. You know, the lyrical part is two 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 things I want to push back. Just to, just on the sake of pushing back on. Sure. Uh, I agree with you for one on f- the folks not knowing the rules. Right. I also have a rule that I tell artists when they when it comes to creating, there are no rules because every rule that I was told. Or you couldn't rap on Jack Beats. We can't play this on the radio. Whatever it is, you know, that's all have all those rules have been broken. You know what I'm saying? Unregulated it had, it, industry. It has to be mixed a certain type of way. Oh, this is, you know, mixtape only type of song. You know, whatever the rules was, right? Right. And so along with that became you have to rhyme every time. You have to really be on beat all the time, like basically being on beat. Um, and then there are certain rappers who had a personality to be able to bend that rule, although they are still respected as far as their the, craft, a la Plies, uh, Master P, Master P, Boosie, yeah. 
Silk, the Shaka, Birdman, Birdman. Um, Boosie can rhyme. Boosie be rhyming. Boosie can rhyme. He be on tempo. Boosie can rhyme. And he's the realest. And he's the realest. Early on, the early Boosie, he had a, it was the voice for one that yeah. had like a kind of, some folks got into it and some folks never could really get into it yeah. quite. And then it some of the, I'm talking about early on, yeah. he wasn't really rhyming on the same scheme. Okay. You know, where, like you said, the four, the four bar, uh, his four bar scheme wasn't on point. He would break the four bar scheme, uh, but he wouldn't break it on the fourth bar. He would break it on the second bar at least, okay. right? And so, right. And but Fifty Cent gave us that exception through Jam Master J. Fifty Cent is the one who started doing two syllable rhyme schemes, and well, so he kind of created that avenue for somebody to be able to rhyme every two syllables. The problem is sometimes they still switch it on that third one, and they still out beat. You know what I mean, and, and, and even with the, the rhyme scheme, it's just the 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 tempo of a person kind of going at it, right? And at first, you kind of don't even understand the new cadence from the baby to. I feel like now everything. Shout that out to baby, you man. Have to he be was kinda, one of the hottest rappers that came out. Man, he came out, and again, it's it's something he has in common with Boosie. He's real. So he's he's certified. It's not an image. It's not a gimmick. That's why the baby is in a different position than the new artists who have a single hit, even though, you know, the industry turned against him. But he has a core fan base because he came in real. The streets recognize Boozy regardless of how he raps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he's real and he's he's a spokesman. You know what I mean? Like on on almost like a national level, he's almost like the president of hip hop, bro. Like, <laughs> like, well, like he, he make a statement on on every topic, and he got a lot of yeah, respect. and because he, he feels that he has to speak on it, because he one of the last ones, he one of the last ones left out here. And one I'm not really realest. saying um, mm. anything about you know his brand as far as uh rapping on beat but there were there are people who challenge the quote unquote rules and uh, uh in the industry and those that challenge the the rules facts and stretch it and do it with integrity and are real they seem to break in and have their own and, and have their own new lane, you know. Well, read read Shout that out to for Lil Yachty. me. Read that for me, right there. What's it say on that screen, right there? Music executives are increasingly depressed. Why are they depressed? As they are having uh, trouble finding artists that can sell out shows and be known for just one viral hit, not and not be known, be known for, for just one viral for hit. Just Excuse one me. viral hit. Olivia Rodrigo and Ice Spice are named as rare breakthrough artists in today's music and again ice spice even with her rhyme pattern right it's shout out ice spice is uh i feel like her rhyme pattern mixed with of course her marketable look the label i was you know in social media allowed her to to jump start and and basically warp zone the industry and and do in twelve months what used to take five 
you know, to five, eight to five years. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like you saw a long time ago. Look how quick they did it with Cardi B. They literally just broke yeah, the record. Her. Like as soon as like they just threw her. Boom, they said, "Boom, she but famous. She, Y'all but, accept but, it." You know what I'm was, saying? She was like, already on TV and so forth too. Now, not she, she was, was on Love and Hip Hop, and that gave her. But when that major label got behind her, yeah, boy, it was over. She with. went up so fast, bro. So fast. But she got it, was, it was so impressive. Man, I she love her. It. It's she I told it. you the first she thing is the energy. Yeah. Like the energy, Cardi B's energy is captivating. Like she'll it light is. up a whole room. You she know is. what I mean? So it's like as an artist, they don't they don't have that same like ability to stand out and it kind of stops them from progressing forward because they think it's all based on the music. And it's not like it's all based. So let me give you an example. So you gotta right? be your own gatekeeper. Basically, is the message. My message was always put in the music, and it was uh. Well, what I said is we gonna burn the motherfucking gates down and leave the gatekeepers in the mud. So get down or lay down. Yeah, cause we still we never really uh, even we, we we just got to Atlanta. Like we we was on the reason to leave is sometimes to avoid the gatekeepers. And sometimes you go from one, uh, there are gatekeepers everywhere. Right. So yeah. you have to, when you leave at least the gatekeepers in your uh, hometown, at least you feel that you will learn, you know, to fight differently. You got to, you got listen, man, you got to build the fucking jet. If, if if the motherfucking gate is in the way, you you gotta go over that bitch. You gotta build a ladder. You gotta find an alternate route. But what I did personally is I just put the new generation of gatekeepers into position, so that ultimately there's a whole bunch of gates but i got the key <laughs> so now i ain't gotta burn them to the ground a I skeleton just, key at just, that. hey look I, I just need a key to the gate you know what i'm saying i'm gonna put you in position turn your fucking gate into a mansion you know what i mean so that's that's the thing is like the industry the design of the industry is really interesting and it's set where few people get rich off the back of a lot of people and so I just built a system that's completely different and everybody gets rich together. My my whole goal, y'all let me know what you you think of this, right? I want to get rich off of making other people rich. I want you to make a million dollars and I want to make a million dollars off of that. And I want you to make a million dollars and I want to make a million dollars off of that. And all I want to do is kind of give you all the ingredients and, and the recipe and the network and all that shit. And I don't want to do nothing. How do y'all feel about that? Are y'all mad at me because I don't want to do nothing? Or are you, you grateful you got a million dollars? Interesting. Hmm. I'm grateful that I have a million dollars. Say but it one more time. Say it one more time. My whole goal is I want to get rich. Right. By making other people rich. Okay. So I want to give them the fishing pole okay instead of the fish okay i don't want to give them no fucking fish because i don't do handouts do you think you could teach but anybody wanna, how to fish i know i can teach anybody how to fish okay so i want to i want to give you the fishing pole and the instructions and the network and and the water full of fish 
and probably a boat to get across the water and a radar detector in the boat to find the fish. I'm going to make it real fucking easy for you. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. To get the fish. Okay. You see what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't want to give you no handouts. I don't want to give, I don't want to go fishing and then give you my fucking fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to give you everything you need to get as many fish as you could possibly need. Uh, and then at the end of the day, you know, you just got to acknowledge it came from me and come give me half of your motherfucking fish. They ain't going to do none of that shit, man. I'm just kidding. Nah, they going to do it. Well, they but that's okay. But if they, they don't want to. A lot of a lot of fun. Right. You know, so, so, it's right, though. But it's, it's okay. Correct. So the question is, do you it's want a million dollars or do you have a problem with it? It's a fair fucking deal to me. I think I think you're right. It's I mean, Would from what you, you said, it's a million dollars. Is it okay for me to make a million dollars even though I'm not working? I'm employing mm-hmm. you. I'm not working. I'm employing you, but I'm showing you exactly how and helping you make a million dollars. People do it now. I mean, That's what a record deal is. I mean, or YouTube. Just you doing a tutorial on YouTube. You can make a million dollars off of teaching me how to make a million so, dollars. Right, but YouTube's going to make all the money. Oh, they'll make a shit ton more than what we make, but yeah. So that's point. what I'm talking about <laughs> is is in the position of YouTube. What okay. are they doing? Makes sense. What are they doing? They're providing a fucking search index for you to upload your video, but they're getting the majority of the money. And controlling, and controlling the it. index. So... Again, just think realistically, and it's it's not a rhetorical question. If somebody was like, "Look, I want to get rich off of making you rich. I want you to make and, a and, million, and, that, and I'm gonna make a million off." And it. that is the question that, basically, in layman's terms, when it comes to you discovering or uh, partnering, I'll say partnering with an, an artist or entity, a brand, and signing them, right, and in the terms of you're going to then take that brand, make them million, but you're also going to recoup your millions and they shouldn't have any problem with the millions that you're making. That's exactly it. Because if, but they always have the choice to not use me and just stay broke. (laughs) I love that. I love that. But they haven't they haven't failed enough. I've been in this music industry for a long time. And the reason I know so many people is because I've been consistent for a long time. And I failed a lot. You gotta fail a million times to win once, man. So it's a lot of failing, it's a lot of rejection, it's a lot of heartbreak, it's a lot of, you know, broken promises and bad energy and conflicts and confrontations and fights and fucking shootouts and you know life is real life is real man and and uh you just you just gotta keep working and keep pushing and keep you know what i'm saying so what you doing 20 years from now yeah have another have another route ready right something that you already feel yourself fitting in while you can simultaneously be creative. You got to figure out how to feed your family first off, man. Like, you going to sit here and tell your fucking kids, like, they're like, what do you want? What You know, we, we're hungry. And you're like, hold on, baby, I'm about to sell a mixtape. 
Get your broke ass up and get a job. What the fuck you talking about, man? Yeah, man, but you know, I, I, I've been there, but not with a baby. But I've been there as far as the job and selling the music. Finding I, a quit, way. I quit my job to sell music in Sanford, North Carolina. I sold 10,000 CDs in three days. So if you're going to be selling CDs, what the fuck you broke for? Like if we going right. back to that, like right. you see what I'm saying? Like it's it's like half-ass with everything you're going to do, then nothing's going to get done right. But if you want to really do shit right and go sell CDs and print them up and work for yourself, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. Not no more, because yeah, you no can't more. sell no fucking CDs. But you can sell yourself. Man, it's all about right now. That's all it is, is you got to yeah. get popular and then motherfucking capitalize on it. That's the whole yes. That's the whole shit, man. So if you're not popping on Instagram, you ain't shit. If you ain't got no haters, you popping. They say, how do you get popping on Instagram without sacrificing your soul? You hire me as a creative director for $3,000. There you go. It's not bad. You go and you pay the gatekeeper. And then that gatekeeper may know what how to maneuver with your budget. And yep. for those of you that you Yeah, know, quarterback budgets. That's what that's you know, because there's so many scammers. So you ask me, hey, I got ten thousand dollars, what should I do? I say you should give it to me, dumbass. Okay, good. Now let's make you famous. Sounds about right. right. You know what I mean? Sounds about right. Yeah. I want to also kind of comment on, from a podcast perspective, earlier we said the number is really relative as far as, is not, uh, um, as far as the amount, right? <coughs> Whether it's what one person can do with 20, what may take one person $50,000, Another person probably can do it twenty thousand dollars, and another person could do it for nothing. Could do it for nothing, right? And to say also, uh, there was a podcast that paid three hundred dollars and got uh, an actor, and then they paid another three hundred dollars and got a comedian, and then after that comedian, they went viral, or as they are marketing the story to to be, right? This is how we went viral. Right. We paid the three hundred dollars. No, that's correct. That is that is exactly how you do it. I go on interviews so that the interviews which have a smaller platform than me can then have little video clips that we cut up and we put on my Instagram page with my fan base who are who are like a, a thriving active commenting interactive reposting sharing promotional network posting on websites and picking stuff up and putting it on radio stations type of fan base right right you know what i'm saying and then your podcast becomes much more popular because i was on it that's how it works if you yeah. want to do that just hit up my manager his name's ceo miami mike that you better you know what up. i mean so hit up right ceo right miami mike and be like hey i need knox bond on my podcast so that my podcast can pop 
Tell me what's the what's his Instagram? CEO Miami, Miami Mike. Mike. Oh, that's his Instagram name too. That's okay, that's cool. my manager. So cool. and cool. shout out Soldier Boy PTE. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is SOD. Yeah. Several different routes, right? And and T Woods. And some folks have access to different car car. I can't even say right behind cars to drive down these routes maybe faster or slower or take more people because I got a bigger car or as you said I made a bigger jet well that's the whole to jump over the yeah the gates right yeah they already got a jet they already got a jet they you already know? built that bitch right so they don't have no gatekeepers so where they got keys to all the gates and I may feel just to even get some self therapy out of this the problem that i didn't realize was how to sell to the people that i had had the keys how to well so it's all about respect man and respecting people's businesses it's it's those two things man so as as a human being respect is almost the most important thing to me like i live and die for respect type shit like that's you know aside from the money aside from anything else like i be having confrontations in public and my fans know it like fuck ricky you know what i'm saying we all know what it is hey we you know what i mean i'm, I'm gonna put it in songs it's funny as fuck fuck ricky you know what i'm saying so um so we don't fuck with ricky we don't fuck with Ricky, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't fuck with Ricky. But at the same time, who who's Ricky? It ain't no beef. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'm just making sure. Making I don't sure. know, man. I don't know. <laughs> so Ricky, it ain't Ricky no be because careful. you know if it was beef, we would have handled the beef when when it was right there. So now it's okay, just good. I'm just on some like Fifty Cent type shit where like you know kind of like Ja Rule. Like I'm oh, just really shit. clowning him and making memes and shit. But really, that's what I'm saying. Like. So then my record label hits me up, the one that I'm president of, and it's like, yo, let's tone down the confrontational shit and take the take the guns off the Instagram page. Yeah. So I, I had to tell them, like, I'll I'll step back and take my name off the Instagram page as the leadership so that I'm not affiliated. You see what I'm saying? So like people can't immediately see and blame the record label for me doing something fucking wild like getting in a fight in a club with 20 people at monaco you know what i mean like hey shout out rbr though bro that's the fam now you know what i mean it's crazy how shit works shout out uh uh 808 mafia god and shout out uh you know actual 808 mafia uh, my guy Fuse, just Fuse you know, Southside. What's up, my boys? You know what I'm saying? Southside. Yeah, Side. Like, Love them guys. Yeah. yeah. Them, them is the folks. And like that's you the said, it right is there. a uh, CL. If you really, it's a family right And there. when you really sure. out here, I love Fuse, man. He got great energy. You gonna run into? Yeah. You gonna run into the ones you have to run into when when, when you really putting in the work? Oh yeah, yeah. And like you're gonna see a very small, but not but see people. But see, my thing is, I I never really been a big, hey, let's take a picture type of thing. Well, right? it's not about the picture; it's about the relationship. Like, artists, you have to check in with bigger ranking at some point in your career. 
there's there's literally no way around it like you have to check in with bigger ranking like if bigger ranking hasn't talked to you or, or given you a stamp or giving you a cosign then you know you really haven't done what you're supposed to do there's there's a lot of people in the industry that they've been here for a long time and you need to build relationships with them just like rap juggernaut you know yeah. what i'm saying that's sure. bro you know what I'm saying? That is my bro. That's my brother. Shout, Shout out Kingpin. Kingpin. You know what I mean? Kingpin the Don. You know what I mean? Shout so, out to Cheat Code Podcast. Man. Yeah. Check them out all the time. Yeah. You got to check in with DJ Johnny O. It's like these are the people who, Nerve DJs, who run the coalitions. People are just not understanding. Tony Neal, Big X, Funko. So, so, so a big lot X. of folks Hold on. Let that, me explain okay. this. Let me explain this. So Because this is ironic as fuck. So they understand that they have to check in with Big X and with the people that run these coalitions. Mm -hmm. But somehow they don't understand who I am. And But what I could tell you is that my big brother, Rap Juggernaut, mm -hmm. is on Next Level DJ Coalition. You've seen the flyer. Right. My big brother, Johnny O, is on Next Level DJ okay. Coalition. So now, Knox, here's my thing, though. Just to, just for why why this is the case. Right. You said that you've been doing this for, well, not doing music, but as far as the Next Level DJ Coalition. How Since many years? 2008. Since 2008. Core for certain, Fleet for certain, uh, Coalition for certain, and I believe Nerve also, all before that time. Uh, I'm going to have to double check that, but what I will tell you, we've only been active for like a year if but i'm like saying two, that's the only reason maybe that, two years in, okay in so three you're or saying four more that years the, it's gonna be yeah the, just because people don't get know yet yeah but that's what i'm around. saying is like if people really knew people like don't do, people who don't they were talking research. to yeah they're not they're like like check this out check this out like, that's how stocks know. work it's the same thing with stocks a lot of people don't get in early and a lot of folks they wait until the boom happens but the people who got in earlier who benefit from the boom for real because you're running the price through the roof now i own the whole I, that's what people don't get like and not only the coalition <laughs> i own the record label that owns the dj coalition so like we get to control the problem with the other DJ coalitions, and they're all they're all fam. So shout out to all of them, but they, you know, each each one of them, you know, kind of has uh, difficulty getting all the DJs unified to do one thing, like break a new artist without the label behind it, mm -hmm. because each DJ charges for their own individual platform. So Correct. it, it kind of be like cutting their own throat. Cut, so. Yeah. So what happens is, you know, you do an email blast and then you have a bunch of other DJs who hit you up and they say, hey, come on mine. Here's what I charge, mm. you know, to do a mixtape or for social media promo. Or it's like it's this big business, you know, racket where everybody's just kind of making money and nobody's really thinking about how, how can I break this artist? What can I do to break this artist? They don't have to because there's other artists that come around with the label backing that allow them to get the plaques. So this is this is really like it's complicated, right? So there's no way to really coordinate everybody. So I built a way into the into the actual like bones of the company to where the foundation and the structure revolves around us being able to unify and breaking artists like that's the whole point is 
you know, being able to have every DJ push the same record at the same time and then be able to get on the billboard charts without spending a dollar. Like, that's the goal. We've got, you know, DJs that pick it up and put it in radio rotation. Or we got to get, you know, 3,000 to 5,000 spins a week. Right, to hit bottom of the 200. No, to hit the top, to hit the number one spot. Well, per no, week? Number, number 10. Yeah, oh yeah. Top 10 spot? Oh, is, is that easy now? Oh yeah, bro. The oh, number shit. one spot, like Justin Bieber gets like 7,000 a week. Oh, so right. Fuck, it's, it's well, horrible now. That's but the horrible. problem, well, the problem is... I haven't done the new math. There were like 458 radio stations that were media-based BDS certified. Correct. Fucking BDS is gone. And media-based did not take on any of the fucking stations that were online or internet radio. Like, they're like highly unique radio specifically or k100 radio like they got dropped told you radio but they're, but from they're covered, media base but they're they're covered by sound exchange though but it's not the same see sound exchange is like a royalty collection company mm-hmm. that collects money from radio stations if they pay a sound exchange license Correct. which 90 percent of internet radio stations don't don't pay for so it, right? so if which is crazy because they don't understand the risk they take. The law right. is that if you play a song and you don't have a license for it and you play it willingly and you get audited by the FCC, it's a $100,000 fine per song Correct. that you don't have a license for. So, so like if the FCC were to come in on the radio station, they'd shut them down because it's not, you know, they're not paying the artist. So none of these online radio stations are paying the artists, and I know this because I have Sound Exchange. So you know, I know where my songs get played, and I know that I haven't been cut checks for the platforms that they've been played on. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and it's like they throw the wool over your eyes with that goofy ass digital radio tracker, which mm. you know what I'm saying is not a real thing. It's like it's like a fucking participation trophy. Which which kind of amplifies the problem of everybody thinking that they can be a celebrity and in, in the entitlement because now who the fuck are you to tell me because I got a number one certificate from Digital Radio Tracker by paying Matt five thousand dollars. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. But what's the music sound like? Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. So here's the caveat. Here's the caveat. Is it? Matthew, Mike, Michael, Matthew. I don't remember his name. He's a fucking jerk. All right. So, uh, so, so basically, and, and again, I'm separate from next level. So next level might still fuck with whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I have a leadership team that does that, but on a personal level, you know, when you speak to me, speak to me with respect or not at all, because this shit ain't no fucking music. This shit ain't no fucking, like I stand on my respect. So, so like, whether you're talking to me in person or on the phone, like, it's like, I'm what happens if the trolls are in real life, like, and don't give a fuck and are, are like, stand on everything they say. Like, I might, like, get kicked off of Facebook for telling somebody to dig their motherfucking mama up out the grave and ask her how she feel about the fact that you're a bitch. Like, that happened in real life. Like, it ain't got nothing to do with the music industry. So, right. a lot of these people are just not respectful because, 
like I said, 95% of people are narcissistic. So I have found that I don't want to fucking talk to nobody. Like, if you want to have a conversation with Knox Bond and you're not a DJ and you're not a badass female and you ain't got a bag of money, then you need to first contact Trill Will and pay him whatever fucking fee it is for the for the lessons and instructions on being able to have a conversation with Knox Bond and then have him <laughs> conference you in. And I'm not fucking joking. You talk to like, Huey? Like, Huey like talks to me. Shit. Never over the phone. You got yeah, it? Real <laughs> shit. Man, like, like, if if you if you're not giving me money, and and I'm not signing you to a record deal, and you're not a badass bitch, then oh, and you're not a DJ uh, or a promoter, or you know what I'm saying, somebody in the music industry that's involved with one of my companies. Uh, don't even fucking talk to. Ain't no point in talking to me, bro. Don't talk to me because you don't have no respect, and and it's gonna go left, and you're gonna look at me, and you're gonna be like, oh. I'm going to say or do something and I'm going to respond in a way that you're not expecting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So get your shit together. Go through the right roads. Pay your toes. And in other words, there's, there's no way around it, man. You got to, you got to literally have good energy and make friends and be popular and have people that like you enough to come and check on you every day. Like, that's it, bro. Like, you have to be a good person and build relationships with other good people and stay away from negativity. And you have to not be narcissistic. And it's not meant for everybody. I'm going to tell you what I mean. Like, look, if I want you to be a rapper, then I can make you a rapper. I had a girl that I met and I met her off of Tinder, but I liked her and she seemed cool. So I helped her write a song and brought her to the studio and executive produced it and showed her how to sing it and then created a cover and created a name and then got that out to the DJs and created a fucking fan base overnight. I didn't know she could sing. You know what I mean? It didn't matter. It was it was it was irrelevant because the talent might be two percent. It might be two percent in this music industry. Popularity? Now that shit's, man, I don't know. I'd say at at this point, popularity is a good 80%. Yeah, yeah. 80% maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. It might be even more. Well, network is still invaluable. Uh, who you know, how you know them, and what they owe you. Key word, what they owe you. Meaning, what what did you do to put you in the position of value to them? And what do they owe you? That's a key crystal diamond, you know what I mean? Whatever y'all want to call and it the, right and there. And the man. right people owing you, keeping people in your pocket is a good thing, like, I'll be, I gotta, bad, I'll be bad at that shit. I'll be looking at that shit like disrespect sometimes, but I, 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 I can't cap. I got a DJ that, Ooh, that I owed me. A, uh, I, pay, I pay what I owe. You feel me? Nah, Please. but all right. So let me I give you an it, example. Though. I get it. If I take you mm-hmm. and I put you on K-Slay. Okay. Or I take you and I put you on Sway in the Morning. Uh-huh. I don't know why I said that. Rest in peace. Uh, If I take you and I put you on Sway in the Morning, is it worth owing me? Here's my th- okay. Here's my thing. If there's no way, if there wasn't a way to pay for Sway in the morning, 
You feel me? Because if there's a way to pay for Sway in the morning, and I know I can pay for it, but but you're doing it without paying for it. Okay, if I'm doing it without paying for it, I owe you, right? Bing, uh, hit, right, your, right, hit your right, button. Right. Yeah. Hit your button. Right. That's it. That's it. That's a bar. Hit your button. That's it. That's the bar right there. Right there. That's it. Say it again. Say it again though. But say it again though. If you if you put me on something and I don't have to pay, I owe you. Boom. Boom. I'm putting people on 30 radio stations. Okay, I get where he's coming from. Okay. I'm putting people in a chat room that changes their whole fucking timeline and destiny. Gotcha. Because I put them in there. Don't forget that I put you there. Don't forget that I built this company that allows people to maneuver. So guess what? Now, here's the caveat. Now, if we talking on some personal shit, guess what? If you rep Next Level DJ Coalition, my DJ Coalition, and you use it to benefit yourself and grow your career. It doesn't matter if you give me acknowledgement because had I not put you in that coalition, you wouldn't have met the people that you met that you met right. to be able to have the growth. So a lot of people, they join Next Level, they get their, their, their network partially a part of my network, they're satisfied with it and they jump ship. You understand what I'm saying? Like, ah, yeah. this is ah, ha, ha, I got my own <laughs> network now. Ah, 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 like you got your own network, all right? But I own the syndicate, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It happens all the time, man. All the time, bro. You know, an artist comes in with 200 followers. We get them 20,000 followers in six months. Like and they're they real they organic followers. When they come back, like, hey, man, I did this. This me, this based off the strength of my music and my uh, talent and my skill. And then we drop their ass and they still at 20,000 followers. <laughs> hey, man. In real life, man. I'm just I'm just telling you some my folks, experience. Some folks don't really get it. No, they don't, they don't, they don't get that. Steve LaBelle said I'm wrong, Gritty. I guess I guess it matches, right? And colorful look like a fucking They don't get character. that. It's it's just a lot more. What they say is in uh, Transformers uh, Septicon. What? More than meets the eye. Oh, more than meets the eye. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, for sure. It's, it's more than meets the eye. And for, for some folks, like, what do you say to someone that will say, why am I going to listen to, you know, a white boy from Kansas tell me about a rhyme scheme? You know, that it's is your word to your mother, by the question. way. It's the word so, to the mother. So integrity is very important. It's, you know, doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do it when nobody's looking. It's doing the right thing for no other reason than it's the right thing to do. And regardless of political correct uh, leanings and persuasion, there is such a thing as right and wrong. And what I'm saying is right. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome because... There you go. And for some folks, they still won't listen. Like, for those that tell people all the time to don't rap on the two-track, when you are starting out and you want to impress your audience. Well, you have to. You have to. Hold on. Let me Now, let me. And again, I have a different way of thinking. don't rap on the two-track. You have to because you have to start with mixtape shit because it's beats that people already recognize. So people are always going to respond no, 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 to what no, no, they no, already not, recognize. Not that two track. Not I mean when performing. So it is the two track. I mean when that when performing. You're right. I understand what you're saying. When performing, 
we're, uh, okay. we're performing. Uh, okay, so it's uh, folks it's, tell, uh, it's harder. It's this. It's this simple, bro. Like no joke. Like it's harder. Yeah, you understand. It's a lot more difficult to not have a background track because if you forget the words, yeah. then it's gonna it's you're gonna you're gonna look dumb exposed. as fuck. But I like when people put the ins and outs at least in the background. Ins and outs and ad libs, but lead the main. Hold on, like, hold on, though. Person. But I'm I'm gonna go off the That's best to do track. it. I'm gonna go off. It is. I'm gonna go off the best to do it. So let's look at Busta Rhymes because he is the best at performing lyrics on a stage without a vocal backing. And but shout out Spliff Star. Very well. difficult. He lyrics. might have the best. He might have the best uh hype man of all time. Um shout out Rampage too. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot of flip mode shit. Yeah. But so it can be done and when it done when when done correctly. It is amazing. It's, it's mesmerizing, and it stands out. So I've I've been to showcases where every single person is doing the song over it, and then I come out and I actually rap it, and you can hear the difference. You can yeah. clearly hear, like, okay, I'm performing this for you. My my goal as an artist is to give you everything that I have, and and just just keep it all the way raw and authentic. So if I come in and I perform a song for you uh, without the backing, that's that's more intimate. Like that is very specifically for you. We not in a recording studio. There's no effects on it. There's no compressor. There's no equalizer. This is this is my voice to your ears. Yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you why the other guys can't do it. Well, some of them. I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but listen to how many effects are on their vocals. <laughs> yeah. They're going to go out there sounding flat, man. They're going to go out there, you know, and show the world. It's so much harder. I want to give you a shout out DJ to all the singers. To get your show track to sound like your real track. So that way when you sing in the microphone, we could do your auto-tune and stuff live at your show. But you got to fly me out wherever that, and you got to pay yeah. me $3,000. But then you got, yeah. but then you got your yeah. show. Yeah, and capitalism, yeah. motherfucker. And you got to go through Knox to get it done. Yeah. And I'm charging the stack, so drops, now it's four, drops bitch. Controller, drops controller. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Don't have no heart attack. Nobody out there. Don't have no heart attack. <laughs> It'll be worth it though. It'll be worth it. You gonna sound crispy as fuck. Man, you gonna sound so motherfucking dope, man. And you gonna have Look, motherfuckers pull up to your show listen, because Knox said so. That's you know that's saying? one like, hell of if a If you pay me, bro, if you you have to pay me specifically to to promote your show, like outside of anything else. Otherwise, it's your fucking job as a promoter to bring the fans. That's true. It's your fucking job. So does that mean that people turn people into gatekeepers? Because like I mean yes. I don't know if you're like if you're like yes. me I yes. would rather the motherfucker learn to do it they fucking self anyway because I got enough shit going on right right but, but if you're gonna disturb my train of thought and peace and work shit that I got going on you gotta pay me that's my it. time's valuable that's it's the same thing with okay so so promoters hit me up all the time and they're like hey listen uh, we want you to come to the club we're gonna give you free entry. Uh, we're going to give you a VIP section mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we're going to give you a flyer so you can promote it. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that greatly. My booking fee is $500 at the moment because I came down because I'm under new management. They recommended that I come down. And so if you would like me to perform at your uh, place of establishment and entertain your employees, 
then you're going to need to pay me, uh, you know, my booking fee. Uh, and then I can pull up and do that because it's a business. Now, yeah. how many how many employees or patrons or customers you have is going to be based on the promoter that you hire and the promoter doing their job. Now, if they're a good promoter, like one Saturday or two official, then the place is going to be wall to wall packed where people like DJ Lil Mark can get up and, and, and entertain the crowd and make them wave their hands side to side. But if you go up to your cousin and you're like, hey, bro, I'm going to let you be a promoter for my club. Right. Here you go. You can have you can promoters. have Tuesdays. You can have Tuesdays. Janky promoters. Then what the promoters are gonna do? Because they don't know how to fucking be a promoter. They don't know how to fill a club up. That's an actual job. Right. So instead of that, they're gonna hit up all the artists. And they're gonna say, "Hey, I need all of you artists to come in and promote perform. this flyer that I'm giving you, and perform for free and entertain my people and promote." Do, do the, man, I don't want to be a fucking club promoter. Listen, every fucking club in Atlanta is hitting me up asking them if I do events, bro. Guess yeah. what my cost is? Fuck no sales. Fuck no whatever. Like I, I no real shit, bro. Like like uh, Bosses Club in in Alabama. Like, hey man, can you if you do weekly events, we'll give you a door and we'll give you this and we'll give you. I'm not a fucking club promoter. You got to give me. Three thousand dollars. Hit the motherfucker. Three thousand dollars. Damn it. If you want me to get your motherfucking club popping, man. It ain't got shit to do with performing. But I'm not a club promoter. <laughs> Go holler at like two official or one Saturday. Yeah, or, get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, they know how to fill up a fucking club for real. So like, for real. We we do or, this or, thing. No, man, you really want to fill up a fucking venue, bro? Go holler at AG Touring, bro. Give them a bag of money, bro. I bet you they'll fill your venue past that motherfucker being able to be open. Sure. So again, you have to have a budget, but you also should be smart and wise on how you spend your budget. The word on the net podcast. This one, uh, this particular Facts. episode turned into a, a a big word to your mother. We have a segment word that's called mama. "Word to Your Mother," where we uh, we have you, you know, just shout outs. He gave or, his word to the mother already. Yeah, yeah. His whole podcast was kind of the word shout to your mom. But it's like your shout outs, or yeah. uh, you know, or letting the folks know what you need to let the folks know, and you pretty much letting them know, like. Again, there's a lot of cap in the industry going on, um, and a lot of people are falling for the bullshit, and they buy into these misconceptions instead of buying into. Well, let's let's do with, a wrap up. I, I hear what you're saying. Okay, so 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 word to your mama. There's a mother. Or a mother, 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 like mother from New, mother, New mother, York. Mother, whatever. All right. So, word to your mother. The wrong people are getting rich in the music industry. And nobody knows how to break an artist. Mm. Uh, everybody thinks that it's all a big gamble. Mm. Um, there are unwritten rules mm. 
in music on a higher level that nobody will ever tell you. Well. Every artist is not meant to succeed. Mm-hmm. Everybody's music is not good. Dun, 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 dun. And uh, <laughs> if your energy as a human being sucks and you're mm-hmm. a piece of shit, we don't want you to fucking make it. Spread oh, that man. bullshit, trash ass fucking energy across the country and the world. You took it to We don't want you. We don't want you. We don't want you. We don't want you. Don't come around here with that stuff. Get on up out of here because we don't want you. Hey, hey, hey. Preaching with that one, bro. Word to your mother, man. Word to your mother, man. Like, Stop falling for the bullshit. Man, I hate a motherfucking liar, man. And, like, I don't know, bro. Like, it's like, why don't y'all just, like, tell your story? Just tell your story, man. (laughs) Just stop fucking lying, bro. Like, I appear to be the only one in the music industry unless, like, there's some areas where there's some real-ass rappers now. Don't get me wrong. There's some real-ass rappers. There's a lot of real-ass rappers that are involved in the streets. But it is a lot of them that ain't. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a lot of them that, uh, I guess they just vicariously living through other people or, or, you know, whatever it is, like writing fairy tales and shit where, you know, they was looking out the window and was like, yo, that shit look cool. Let me, let me rap about it and act like I did it. And, you know, it's just not, it's not. Here's the biggest, I'm going to tell you my biggest, if I could change one motherfucking thing in the music industry, no fake jewelry allowed. No fake jewelry allowed. No, no fake jewelry. No fake jewelry allowed. And I'm going to tell you why. No fake jewelry. I- That's the one thing I would change. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I feel like the fake jewelry is a part of what creates the entitlement. And... <laughs> It sucks, man, because when you really go out there and you really grind and work and get, you know, $15,000 for a chain and you you run into people who are much broker than you, much, and much broker than you, and they come in there with, you know, and you're smart, so you know math, so you're able to look at their neck and say, wait a minute, that's $150,000 at the store I was just at. Like, mm-hmm. I was looking at the one for twenty and was thinking about buying it, and it was a little, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So so you're telling me that this broke-ass motherfucker has more money than me. Now, mind you, I got a house in Atlanta, a house in Kansas, a car in Atlanta, a car in Kansas. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing all right. I'm, I put my brother to work. You know, I gave my mom a job, man. Fuck the dumb shit. So I'm I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? I went and spent fucking $5,000 on shoes in the night. But you got more money than me. But, but you broke we go. for real. And, but you got $100,000. Ch- I'm confused as a motherfucker, bro. You see what I'm saying? Stories like it's an insult. It is an insult to people who really spend a lot of fucking money on yeah. jewelry, man. Because I ain't even there yet. I ain't got $100,000 on my fucking neck, man. How the fuck do you? I'm just saying. I was once uh, told I'm not really uh, into the jewelry thing. Like I, I, I've always kind of like watches and all that just growing up. You know, hats. I've really never really been into it. But, you know, uh, in the industry, the gaudy 
trinkets is kind of you know the the gatekeeper sometimes, and without your uh, trinket or token that someone can remember you with, or even uh, label you know label you authentic or worthy because of course you went through something and 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 got the reward enough to purchase this trinket you know so now that you can come back and show folks having that became the uh the ultimate gatekeeper in hip-hop and everyone had to have some type of chain but they can just lie about it and not actually do the fucking work that's See, behind that's, that's it. That's where the and golden just, diamond testers come in at, where people like, be walking that around testing crazy, people shit. Man. No, you can look, bro. Come on, you can look. But I at feel people. like I, I feel like it is what it is because because we, we we spoke about it on the podcast before. Shadow Ocho Cinco said that he bought fake jewelry, right? And he would wear fake jewelry um, just because. Shout out Ocho Cinco, Safety man. I met him and in Orlando. a lot of different reasons, whatever his his reason was for it. Um, but again, if he had on his neck, folks wouldn't really say much compared to who had it on their neck because who he was, right? They didn't really question him, he said, because they knew he already had right. the money to- So they assume it's real. To, to purchase whatever it was. And they never seen any uh, jury, so they wasn't. they could not- I did. Uh, Akon was just on Drink Champs and he was wearing a knockoff um, Dior. It said uh, whatever it said. It was a knockoff uh, Dior. I'll clip it up. But afterwards he said, he went back and said, oh, I did that for the engagement. Right? But he had enough money. Folks are feeling like, well, you should know that it's knockoff. But at the same time, he African. He he probably don't give a fuck about that shit okay. for real. He probably, yeah. you know, he probably he probably just bought it somewhere in Africa, some type of a, you know what I'm saying, at some type of a market that they had in Africa, and was just more concerned about supporting his people, right, and, 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 and being just able to on. help them than the image. So, wasteful. What I'm saying is, is you have, uh, like you said, fake. They they should not be allowed. But there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in the industry that gets people and it's just on kind of how they're wearing it because at the end of the day, it's a character at the end of the day, right? And No, see, that's the problem. So with my record label, Real Life Music, it's authentic. It's not a character. It's not a gimmick. There's really a 40 on my hip right now. Look at me. There's really a 40 on my hip right now. Is there not? Yeah. I really pulled up here by myself at dark in Atlanta with a 40 on my hip. Did I not? Yeah. There was really 20 people out in the parking lot when I hopped up out my car. Was there not? Yeah, they had. These are facts. Yeah. And I didn't know not none of them. Yeah. So, so it's it's not about that, man. It's yeah. about be. Be prepared. Do you for, want success in the music industry? Like the level of Lil Wayne and Lil Baby and Drake? Or do you want to make $50,000 a year in the music industry? Listen, I'm, I'm going to give you this is the keys right here, bro. If you just want to make fifty dollars to $100,000 a year, uh, send an email to I want to be a broker at gmail.com. I will give you a job as a freight broker, which is one of the most coveted jobs in the world where you can make. A hundred thousand dollars by yourself. 
I'll give you a job as a freight broker, but here's my bet. You're not willing to fucking work for it. I'll give you a million dollars of insurance. Can I do that from home? Absolutely. Oh, this applies to y'all. I can make even more money? Listen, I'll give you you a million dollar insurance policy (laughs) so you ain't got to worry about it. I'll give you a MC number so that you can have a motor carrier number and be able to legally move loads. I'll be able to give you all of the the dispatch team and the paperwork team that that do the back end of the loads. All you got to do is get up, get on the phone, make phone calls, you know, from fucking eight o'clock in the morning to four o'clock in the afternoon. And you could potentially make $20,000 a month and then use that to fund your music career. And then you would stop feeling entitled and you would just spend some fucking money and start some fucking relationships because sometimes money opens doors. Knox, I'm going to do it for him. I'm going to get that job and work the job, right? Right. To fund some lucky motherfucker's career. Because that's the the time that I I just be chilling during that time. So look, look, watch how quick it is. (laughs) Pull up your phone, send an email. Okay. So I this is this is this is the type of shit I be on. We do this shit right. This is the type of shit I be on. I'm not gonna sit there and look at a fucking email and then look at it and read it and respond it. I'm automating everything. Fuck that. So send an email to I want to be a broker at gmail.com. Check your inbox. So I want to be a broker at gmail.com. At gmail.com. I and then, want and then just to oh I'm spacing it out. Uh-huh. I'm spelling this shit. Yep. I want to be a, yep. be a broker at gmail.com. Now that's gonna give you Okay, and then, and then the other alternative is cause you I want more money than that. Man, you can make as much what subject, money. What I put in the subject as anything. It doesn't. It's an automated email. Just, okay, you know what I'm saying. So you can put anything in the subject, anything in the body. Um, man, you can you can make a lot of money as a broker. So if you want to make more than that, so you want to take. So if you want to be a rap star, yeah. right? Because that was the point, right? Yeah. So that was the first one. The second one is if you just want to make fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying, like. I give you a job. Right. My my bet is that you're not gonna work. You're not gonna get up every day and work. And so you're not gonna you're not gonna make any money. And you're gonna be like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> no fucking shit. No fucking shit. How to That's be, hard. Oh man, I you, got my email oh, back. This is hard. How to be a friend? Hold on, broker. say it again. Say it again. I got my email say it again. Back. Look at him. Look at him reading the email. Mm. Look at him. That quick, right? Right, both of y'all got emails on got, your screen. Got my email back. Does it have detailed instructions on how to be a freight broker? Step or no? one, step two. It, it got them here. Detailed, right? Mm. Like, yeah. is it long? Is it detailed? And it gives you mm. exact. Like, you just became a freight broker now. So now the whole world got y'all accountable. Listen, <laughs> the whole world got y'all accountable, right? <laughs> we made sixty thousand in a month, mm. so you can too. Step one, step too. two, got got it, it got uh, Boom. the script for you. Boom. No sign on fee, no bullshit, no cap. It's a lot of it's a lot of lot Boom. of reading. Yeah, some folks ain't even gonna make it through the reading. I know, cause why? Cause it's hard. Hit the thing. Hit the thing. Cause it's hard. <laughs> cause it's hard. <laughs> Cause it's some hard. folks ain't gonna make it through the uh, reading. That's it, man. Shit, and it's that folks, hard, man. Ain't gonna. Um, 
you hit them with one more link after this that you got to go to or whatever and fill out some more stuff, then some folks ain't going to get through that part. No, nah, the link is after you find the truck, though. Ooh. You got to you gotta actually put right in work. Most people alley. are not going to get to the, to the you know, because they're going to start making phone calls and they're, or they're going to start looking for how to, you know, where to find customers. And they're going to be like, this is hard. Like this is this isn't easy. Eighty to hundred calls a day. That is nothing. Is, oh, that's hard. That's Eighty not to hundred hard. calls a that's day. That's not fucking hard. And you work for yourself, bro. That's the, that's like, the part that's there's hard no for manager. People. That's the part. There's that's hard no for manager. There's nobody behind you telling you that's make more calls. That, <laughs> you know what I'm look, saying? Get look, off there. All you really need to make is about forty of them and catch at least three or four plays per forty, and have them put you in contact with other people. Uh, you know, I ain't about. To, Get your email first so you can follow these damn instructions and get to that point. Remember first. Yeah, get your to paper, take bro. a 15 minute break every couple of hours yeah. and take an hour yeah. lunch break halfway through your day. Yeah. I was working at a certain yeah, that's it, billion man. dollar company and they don't give you an hour lunch break. Yeah, bro. If yeah, you start bro. at 7 a.m., you should be done around 3 p.m. If Woo! you start at 8 a.m., you should be done around four. So you get to choose I was if you start at, at seven or eight. Billion dollar company, mm. and we were working ten hour days and twelve hours uh, during mandatory uh, overtime days uh, that they call extra yeah. time. So I'm overtime. So I'm. So if anybody ever wants to call me a culture vulture, I'm creating motherfucking jobs in real life in real time. If you want the most money possible, you can keep going from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. You yep. know, you put in the extra uh, few hours and you do that but 10 that's hour hard. day. That's hard. It's not. That, that particular <laughs> they advice no is in already. red. They, no kids. they ain't got shit going on. They can do that shit. Man, listen. And that now the math, the math is insane, man. It's like, all right, so the, the best thing that can happen is you can get what's called a daily shipper. Mm-hmm. Somebody who ships every day. All right. So let's take a baseline. Let's say that you're moving a truck from California to Oklahoma. All right. And let's say that the customer wants to spend $5,000 to be able to get a truck from California to Oklahoma. So you're going to go and find you a truck for $4,000. And you're getting paid 25% commission. So when you book that truck, you make $250 on that one phone call. However, this is a daily shipper, so they have what's called a load list. Now, a load list is going to give you maybe 20 loads in one day. Okay. So now you're on the phone all day because it's really hard, and you're busting your ass, and your back might hurt at the end of the day. But let's say that you book half of them, and you book 10 loads. And each one of those loads is same same type of load, same beginning location and start location. So now you just made how much? Twenty five hundred dollars. Yep. In one day off one customer. Pretty good. Now it's a daily shipper, so that means that they do that every day. Yep. Which means now you're making twelve thousand five hundred dollars a week. And I'm happy as hell because I'm making money from you making. You see what I'm saying? So now, in real time, you get to work. And make I provided 
I provided all the tools and the resources but for you to make a million dollars. But if I find out that you're making a million dollars too, then I ain't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's that's when everybody turns and say, "Hold on, hold on." The guy has to get paid who gave me the opportunity. What? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. They want everything for free, man. Yeah, I'm not a. You know what? If you know, you were, it, you, I'm, you're, I'm gonna you're put this labeled as a gatekeeper. I am the fucking gatekeeper. Oh, well, there you go. I am. I am the ultimate gatekeeper. I have all the keys. So not to my gate, but to all the fucking gates. And then the next generation of gates is going to be even crazier because I put them in position. So like, I really got. I got a skeleton key for every fucking room in the house on those situations. So. I'm a gatekeeper with integrity and morals and ethics and character, you know, who is trying to make the world a better place. So I'm going to put it like this. I do charity. It's just for widows and orphans. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a widow and you're an orphan, uh, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's certain situations where, you know, we... I'll do charity, like I don't. But I'm not helping no fucking able-bodied man. <laughs> like he, he said, got bad energy. Like he said, he turned mm. up the chick or whatever, uh, met off Tinder, whatever, because he liked her. I like. Hey, that hey, was because he was liked the, her. That's the real music industry key code. Fucking works. You feel what I'm saying? It Damn wasn't right. because she made good music. It was because hey. Wouldn't it be cool if I made you a singer rapper and just got fucking a hundred DJs supporting you overnight so you could be more popular than everybody in your city instantaneously? Yeah. Why? I don't know. You had good pussy. I don't know. Well, like That's his right. Because <laughs> I right, want though. to. That's his right. Not Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen, man. Appreciate you, man, for dropping <laughs> so much, Scott. Man. <laughs> Dropping it on these folks, man. You money making opportunities. Money making opportunities. Now look, we're gonna chop this up for you, game. okay? So Are you? Yeah. We oh, that's do, dope, yeah, man. Yeah, because I got so many interviews. That, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's because that guy is a hard worker. That guy right there. I can see that he's man, a hard with all the worker. with all the operation of the Hell yes. You know what I'm saying? So, man, super dope interview, man. You guys, thanks for having me out. Uh, shout Feel out my mother. Bring you, bring shout out my brother. Right? I'm going to bring yeah, if you some. Have somebody that wants to I have like we got, we fucking 10 artists I'm doing PR for right now because people are starting to understand, hey, wait a minute. This isn't coincidence. Like, this is, this guy really, you know, can help. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, when I personally. If I was like a person outside, I would have. The point where I was in Hollywood and Chris Brown's camp leaked the record with me and him and Mariah the Scientist on it on his official fucking Bevo. That's kind of the point where I would have I would have been like, whoa, who the fuck is this guy? You know what I mean? But it, it just it takes like Trippy Red's fan base. You know, they went fucking nuts when Next to Me dropped because they were waiting on the record for two years and they knew that there was not a fake version, that nobody had the fucking instrumental and that if I, this record dropped and I didn't drop it, it fucking leaked and they knew it had to be official. So 
instantly I went up in the Trippy Red Discord server where they're talking shit about me. And then they bring me in. They hit me up on Instagram. And they're like, come into the chat. And I tell how I got the record through OVOCJ. And then they kind of are like, holy shit, he's legitimate. They turn me into a meme. And now if you go into the Trippy Red Discord fan club chat, my name is mentioned over 2,000 times. That's lit. 2,000 times, bro. They talk about me like... Like, they, they say all types of crazy shit, bro. Like, Knox Bond is God. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really, like, yeah, bro. Yeah, shout out shout out Trippy Red's fan base and Trippy Red's Discord, hey, man. What I will say, though, is, again, a lot of folks don't realize that there is homework. Oh, history, work, man. History. Yeah. Research that you should be doing. You should be able to know how to describe your craft in more ways than one like you were speaking a different language. So if you wasn't able to decipher when he spoke about what he said, OVOCJ, uh, Discord, uh, Trippy Red, if you didn't really hear that information and you kind of just zoned out while he was breaking down how you could actually break in off of leak situations or just you know just how he found out he was the man like again you have to be able to decipher because once you meet the right people and you went through the right paths and that damn jumped the right hurdles and then built got the parts to build your jet so you could goddamn get through these uh gate i'll say gates and and, and beyond you're gonna know all these names and you're gonna know how to decipher when a real person is talking because they authentic, because they did the shit before, and then because they making it happen in real time. So that's what you have right here. Those, and I appreciate you, man, because it's just been like a master class that I've been paying attention and learning and soaking from. So that's, and listen, that's that's the thing. Like, everybody, and thank you, bro. I appreciate that, first off. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, everybody wants to get me on the phone because just having me in a conversation i might fuck around and tell you five things that turn you from poor to rich like in (laughs) in real shit just on a conversation so like i have to charge to talk to you on the phone yeah i have to like because otherwise i'm not getting shit out of it and you're not a fucking widow or an orphan so i don't want to do charity for you i have to charge so people want to get me on the phone and like ask me questions and shit and i'm like yeah, I'll answer your questions, but you gotta actually pay me. Yeah, three one six seven seven one one two seven four, or just hit up CEO, CEO Miami, Miami Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah, you know man. what it is, man. You know what it is. Yeah, you know and if you know, on. if you in the industry, you know who the fuck Miami Mike is, man. Yeah. Shout out my bro. That's my brother right there, man. Yeah, if you know, you know, man. That's, uh, again. I know you could do this all day, man, but uh, only certain folks can really get this type of game, you know, for free. And y'all are lucky that y'all are watching this on, uh, for those that have watched this. And, and, again, I just feel like some folks just have to kind of learn how to recognize, you know, 
recognize real and, and, and doing the research. And, and that's why I'm doing the podcast in itself because not only do I get the chance to meet these uh, people and build my network with each person I work with, I also dropping breadcrumbs and, like you said, uh, teaching the next gatekeepers that will come up and they're going to look at me with, you know, and get and present me with the skeleton keys to continue to do what I'm doing for the next 10 years and beyond. That's it. And that's, that's it. my word to your mother. I I've took over for DJ Decepticon and did one because we uh we about out of time for this week show or this. Hey, real real quick. Yeah. This is Knox Bond with Next Level DJ Coalition and Real Life Music and you are locked in to Word on the Net. Yeah, man. Yeah, we was going to do drops, too, and all that good shit, man. Yeah. Next Level DJs, make sure y'all follow Knox Bond. Yeah. Um, tap in. Tap in with the music. Go repost something, fuckers. The network. Go comment on all my shit. Listen. Yeah, damn it. You got to comment, or I'm not going to remember who you are. I'm going to walk up to you 15 fucking times. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm Knox Bond. If you need any promotion, <laughs> you got to comment under my post so I remember who the fuck you are. And again, um... I feel like we just we we all are uh, uh, students and masters masters of the craft and masters of our path, and that's why our path, you know, become parallel and it aligns, my brother. So it's beautiful meeting you. Yeah, my but, pleasure. But it but it's a pleasure being you know schooled and um, doing business with you in the future, man. So let's get it, man. This word on your neck podcast, DJ Decepticon. You're we out of here. I love you, make DJ to set the car, my dog. And <laughs> hey, we out of here, man.